Greetings and good day to you all. Welcome to the Mind for Life podcast. This is episode four, The Purpose Effect. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Jeff Bogazic and I will be your host for the next several minutes as we talk about the purpose effect. And we will get to that in just a little bit. But if you tuned in last week, we talked about the power of choice and how we have within ourselves the power to choose how we think about things and how we think about the world. We can choose our attitudes. We can choose to be positive. We can choose to respond positively when negative things or whatever happens to us. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episode three, The Power of Choice. I don't know if you've ever heard of Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was an Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist, and I guess you could say he was sort of an existential philosopher. Frankl was also a Holocaust survivor. He was Jewish during World War II. He, along with his family, his parents and his wife were all deported to Nazi concentration camps to Auschwitz, and there they were separated and transferred to other camps. Frankel's father died in a Nazi ghetto prior to Auschwitz. His mother and brother both died in Auschwitz. He was separated from his wife, and she died in Bergen-Belsen. But Victor survived, and after his liberation, his experiences in the camps shaped his philosophical outlook. He said that even within the constricting confines of the concentration camp, he found only two races of humans to exist, decent ones and unprincipled ones. Regardless of class, ethnicity, race, or group, regardless of whether they were Nazis or any other nationality. These two characteristics defined them all, decent and unprincipled. But regarding the power to choose, of all people, Viktor Frankl said this, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Think about that. In the midst of the horror he was experiencing, he could still choose his own attitude. This is powerful. And if you're driving in a car and stuck in traffic right now, it's a bad situation. But guess what? You can choose. If you lost your job or that promotion went to someone else, if you're stuck in a bad or negative situation, think about this, even in the very worst. And unless you have it pretty bad right now, I would imagine it's not quite as bad as being in the death camp where your whole family is taken away from you. Even in the worst of circumstances, you have the freedom to choose how you will respond. You have the freedom to choose how you will see things. You have the power to choose your attitude. 
So again, choose to be positive. Well, that's more a wrap of last week, but it does lead us into what we want to talk about this week. The purpose effect. What effect does having a purpose have on your life? If you've ever listened to any of the self-help gurus, you might have heard some of them talking about purpose, having a purpose, and maybe even telling you to write out your life's purpose statement. And if you're like many people, you might have thrown that aside and thought this was some huckster's quick fix cliche in order to get me to buy their book or buy their tapes or join in their class, maybe even to get them to listen to their podcast. Hmm. On second thought, maybe maybe that's something I should try here, right? Let, let me help you find your purpose and it will change your life. Well, all in good if, and I mean if, a purpose means anything. And that's what I want to talk about. Does having a purpose mean anything? There's a branch of philosophy called absurdism that denies the idea that there is any meaning or purpose in life. And in this philosophical school, the absurd, that term, refers to the tension and conflict between our tendency as human beings to try and find meaning and purpose in life and our inability to do so. It is absurd, not because it's logically impossible, but because it's humanly impossible. And any attempt or effort to try and find meaning and purpose in life fails because of two things. Number one, the vast amount of information out there There's simply too much information that we would have to sift through to try to find a certain meaning and purpose. And number two, the fact that there's so much out there we don't know. The unknown. We can't know with total certainty about any meaning or purpose in life. It's impossible. So, Absurdist philosopher Albert Camus stated that we should embrace the absurd, that we should embrace this conflict between our attempts to find purpose and meaning and our inability to do so. The conflict between our natural desire for significance and meaning on one hand and the cold, vast, distant, silent universe on the other. It is a pretty pessimistic situation. In light of this, Camus, ever the optimist, gives three options. Suicide, a leap of faith, or recognition. Suicide for Camus is a confession that life isn't worth living, that the absurd is just too much, and that this is the only way out. Kind of a difficult way to live, if you would ask me. The second option is what he would call a leap of faith. And this idea comes out of the work of Soren Kierkegaard. And it is a response in which an individual chooses to believe that there is more than what is rational, that there's a point where one can choose to believe in something and take a jump, to take a leap 
without a rational philosophical base. Camus would consider this philosophical suicide and prefer the last option, what he calls recognition. And recognition is simply embracing the absurd condition and finding meaning within it, that we create our meaning through our own choices and decisions. And of course, this is subjective. And Camus would note that there are in the universe no objective or absolute truth. So for him, the choice to recognize the absurd, to me, is a similar choice to the leap of faith. He chooses to believe that his own choices and decisions can provide meaning for him, that to think or to decide for himself in the midst of the absurd is the ultimate human freedom. Well, to me, that's a leap of faith as well, just in a different direction. Instead of leaping toward believing in something that might be beyond the rational, he is leaping toward human choice and a subjective belief in our own personal power. The choice in us versus the choice in something beyond. Of course, Camus would reject any higher power or belief in God. And I guess absurdists have their reasons, but I think, for me, I would rather choose the leap of faith to believe that there is a purpose, to believe that there is a meaning in life, that there is something out there that gives this existence meaning. Also, one thing that helps me whenever I read philosophers or thought leaders on subjects, it's important for me to remind myself that there's always two sides. There are always other perspectives. There's always another argument with smart people on both sides. And we, the audience, get to choose. And that's what it is. A choice. It's a leap of faith to, uh, to some extent in either way, right? For me, that's important to remember. The universe doesn't make the choice for me. Philosophers and thinkers and scientists can provide reasons and can provide evidence to make their arguments, but they don't choose for me. I must make the choice myself. You must make the choice yourself. And that's what it is, a choice. I must take the leap of faith in one direction or the other. And just because I don't know everything, and guess what? Nobody else does either. Even Camus recognized that. The unknown is so vast we can't know it. But yet still, in the midst of that, we must choose. Is there a meaning? Is there a purpose? I'm going to choose to believe that there is. And I think that's the best choice. To choose that there is a meaning. To choose that there is a purpose. To choose that we're not just here. That there's not just a silent, cold, vast, unknown universe out there. But that there is some meaning there is some purpose.
behind it all. And I wanted to get into the effects of that, but we did kind of get sidetracked on absurdism. So we will talk about the purpose effect part two next week. This week, I feel it's important that we have to choose whether or not there is even the possibility that there is a purpose in life, because that is foundational for the effects that any purpose might have on our life. So we're going to talk about that next week, how having a purpose can have some great positive effects on your life. Now I'm starting to sound like the self-help guru, right? Tune in next week to see how purpose can power your life. Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been the Mind for Life podcast. You can always follow us on the blog, mindforlife.org, where I will be posting the transcripts for these podcasts. So if you're interested in those, you can access them there. You can also find a link there for Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, which I would highly recommend you to read. Feel free to comment, ask questions, or make suggestions for topics. Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast and it's helped you or feel like it can be a help for someone you know or someone might be interested in it, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, or other social media outlets. Recommend it to a friend. There's a share button right on the podcast player on the website, so it's easy to do. If you're listening through iTunes, give us a good review. Tell us what you think. You can also join our email list on the website for updates and news. Thanks again, and let me leave you with this quote from Viktor Frankl out of Man's Search for Meaning. He says this, Those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. My question for you is, what's your why? Have a great week. Mm-hmm.